Welcome to Pop That Culture. It is Wednesday. Is it? You have made it, Sir Joe. Oh, I didn't think I would. (laughs) I know. (laughs) The way the week started. It was a bit of a... Bit yes. of a cluster for you there, my, buddy. I got my coffee. Yeah. I know exactly where my kid is. You do. Yes. He's in within uh, eyesight and I'm thinking earshot, so mm. yes. we're going to have to be a little careful <laughs> today. Not quite as many boob jokes today, maybe. I don't know. Well, you know us at some point. I mean, has he had to hear uh, not-so-nice language before? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. One day, actually, when he was much younger, I would have to say three or four. Uh, I was driving around, Jonah was in the back, and this is when I was on the air in the morning, so Michelle yeah. had him every morning. Right. And Jonah just looks up and he says, Daddy, when we drive to uh, to school every day, Mommy talks to Jesus a lot. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm like, by name? Are they in a first? Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're tight. Yeah. They're really cool. She screams out his name just all the time. <laughs> She, With listening to you? Yeah. No, just, you know, she <laughs> oh, sees just other, in general. Just oh, sees other, other drivers. drivers. And she might mistake them for sure. Jesus. Yeah, is that the son of the Lord? I yeah. think the son of the Lord just cut me <laughs> yes. off. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, I guess if things get uh, really rough with us today, we can start spelling words. We're not supposed <laughs> right. to say. Although well, at this point, he can spell most well, of them. Well, speak pig Latin. <laughs> Ixnay on the airway. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, no, his ears just perked up when you started yeah. doing pig Latin. So, <laughs> Now, you were surprised by something that I don't know if it's a certainty, but it's looking like it's going to happen, which is that the Batfleck era could be over oh. and Ben Affleck could be out as right. Batman. Yeah, Batfleck might be going to the beach. He's got to surf, get his shark spray. Or get shark- the shark repellent. Yes, shark repellent. Uh, here was the, the weird part is, is I actually like Ben Affleck as... You do? I do. It's a weird... Hmm. He's no Christian Bale. So wait, didn't you say you liked Ben Affleck better as Batman, but Christian Bale better as um, his non-Batman persona? Oh, Bruce Wayne. Right Bruce Wayne, jeez. Oh, here's the thing. I think, uh, I think um, Christian Bale... Mm-hmm. Is the uh, he's the all he's a great all around both Bruce Wayne and okay. Batman. He's an all around player. Right. Um, really not a fan of Val Kilmer's Batman. Definitely not a fan of Clooney's Batman mm-hmm. because Clooney will always be Clooney no matter what he right. plays. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, and yeah. that's through the Clooney head shake okay. and his bad ears are wiggling. <laughs> then I can't get into that. Plus the nipple suit. Right. Um, Michael Keaton, excellent in both, but. Yeah. Definitely a Christian Bale fan. I really wish he would have brought his Patrick Bateman character from American Psycho <laughs> to the Bruce Wayne character. Start talking about so, Huey Lewis. Yeah, he could start, you know, during a threesome, he could be wearing the bat suit and flexing in a mirror. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what I was really hoping for the franchise. Get a bat axe and start chasing hookers around. Right. I mean, that's what you do. Right, yeah. It's like, at one point, Bruce Wayne uh, offs Jared Leto, um, who's dressed as a yuppie. Right? <laughs> yes. So. Combine them to make one giant super film. Yeah. Hey, Jared, you're 30 seconds to death. <laughs> um. But yeah, so there, we knew that there was going to be a solo Batman movie. We right. had seen Batfleck in Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Justice League, mm-hmm. two differing effects in each. He might have been, but mm-hmm. I was, uh, Justice League was. Yeah. But I did not like Batman versus See, Superman. I thought that was the cheesiest Right. Dumbest. No. Whoa. Yeah, is your mom's name Martha? It is. Oh, it's We're so best amazing. Friends. We just become best BFFs. friends. We are BFFs. <laughs> That's 
ridiculous. Um, you know, but I was really hoping for a trilogy, and mm -hmm. you know, Batman taking into the rom-com realm. So Batman, just us, <laughs> right? Where you know he falls in love with you know Selena Kyle. Mm -hmm. You know, they get it on. He finds out she's Catwoman. <laughs> You're like, oh wait a minute, you like to dress up as an animal? So do I. Let's go to the furry convention. Meant to be. So there's a director, Matt Reeves, who's directing this Batman solo film. Mm -hmm. And he actually is thinking of sort of rebooting and maybe um, hiring Jake Gyllenhaal to be the hmm. new Batman. Uh, yeah. Alfred, I can't quit you. <laughs> so I don't know if that, I mean, that's just a name that's being floated out there. Maybe it would be somebody different. But I think that uh, Ben Affleck is out. And the other thing, too, is that the Zack Snyder movies were more of like a grittier, depressing. I wouldn't even call it gritty. They were just. They were just depressing? <sighs> It's like if the Matrix weren't in the Matrix. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> okay. it, you know, that's the way I kind of looked at it. But where Ben Affleck won me over was the way he fought in Batman versus Superman against the criminals. Like, he was truly a menacing, scary Batman, which is the way Batman is technically supposed he to be. He got huge. And, and, and he could of, move, and he was cracking skulls. and It was yeah. kind of hysterical, and I think it was Justice League where we got to see the, um, the a training sequence where he's pretty much doing, like, bat CrossFit, where he's, yeah. like, in there just lifting weights and uh we've got some yeah, little, he's doing bat fit we've got a little uh, side singing yeah bat uh, zumba bat zumba yes exactly and so i think the movie studio wants this solo film to go in a slightly more hopeful direction sort of more along the lines of wonder woman they kind mm. of liked that balance so they wanted to go into the wonder direction yes, yes. wonder direction i um you know, I really have one hope for a new Bat trilogy. Okay. I really, I'm, I'm hoping to God, I'm hoping against hope that they retell us the Batman origin story. <laughs> How I, did your parents die? I want to see the Waynes <laughs> at theater night. And, oh, hey, Dad, let's go to Denny's. It's late. And if they shoot it in Detroit, oh, let's go to Leo's. You know, I'm kind of buzzed, Dad. Oh, no, we're getting robbed. Boom. Oh, I have a, now a psychosis that makes me want to dress as a bat. <laughs> I want to see that told one more time. Just one, one more. Because I didn't get it. I didn't right. get it the first 80 times. Yeah, so. I didn't. I, I nobody little... on earth knows that origin story, no. right? Mm -hmm. No. Now, the next thing that we're going to talk about, it, actually, it could be, it could be a bat uh, piece of technology or mm. more like a James Bond kind of a thing. Right. But apparently, because they have to keep things so super secret for the final season of Game of Thrones, and they may have started using it in the last season, mm. too. They give the actors on Game of Thrones um, self-destructing scripts. Wait, isn't that Mission Impossible technology? That is a very Mission yes. Impossible-y thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, so they, I don't know how much time they get to learn it, but they, <laughs> they look at it, they read it, and then once the scene is shot, it disappears. The digital copy just disappears for them never to come back ever <laughs> again. It's so like, like the lines just start deleting. It's like, <laughs> so terrible. Oh, my God. Oh, I got one on a bender this week. <laughs> I haven't memorized my lines. Oh, it just disappeared. Oh, son of a... Oh. Dinklage and I went out on a bender, and we've been gone for five days, and there's no more script. What the hell? <laughs> They're just improving the last yeah. season of Game of Thrones. They're like, I think this is yeah. what they said. These are Harry Potter lines, you know. Expelliarmus. Right. No, I'm not sure. Every good-sounding English line ever comes out in the last season. You shall not pass. <laughs> Cup of tea, Governor? Yeah. I don't know. Where are we in the script? Hello, Money Penny. <laughs> <laughs> I just throw it all out there. 
exactly. And then a little Betty Hill style. I would love it if the final scene of Game of Thrones is just a big Benny Hill chase. That would be amazing. Exactly. That's you know what? That would should we start a petition? Should we do a change.org? Yes. The very last thing the the post credit scene is the Zombies in bikinis, actually. Right. Yeah. And then the the only thing, if we're going to do the full on, if Game of Thrones goes full British on us, right? They need to do, um, Monty Python, Holy Grail. Oh. Any, any scene from Holy Grail. Jon Snow. It's only a flesh wound. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't want to talk to you no more. <laughs> Yeah, the amount of secrecy that they and other movies have had to go to because we're all babies and we all want to spoil everything, right. basically, at this point. they um, Some movies have printed the scripts on dark red paper so mm. that it's impossible to copy. Right. And then for Captain America Civil War, um, every single day all of the scripts were shredded at night and they would give them different copies the next day. That's, that's a lot un, of paper that's waste. That's not environmentally friendly, mm. first of all, which no. is why they should probably switch to the Game of no. Thrones disappearing self-destruction. So, what if they called one of those companies that shows up with a semi with a commercial shredder in it? You know, Marvel <laughs> does. But it turns out that the dude driving the truck is like some huge Marvel fan. So he's oh, like, no! he's pocketing the scripts. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, scene two, <laughs> Civil War. Thank right. you very much. I will take this. Um, and also because we're a bunch of big babies and we can't handle anything. If you don't like something that's happening in right. a movie, then you have to be a complete jerk and send a death threat. Right. Because that's how it works now with the internet. I, here's the thing. I love, I love, love, love that nerd culture has become what it is. But there's one component there's about it that side. I hate. Is the man babies. Yeah. Right? So many man babies mm -hmm. to the point where while Jeremy Renner was doing press for his new movie Tag, he, of course, was asked questions about Avengers Infinity War, which his character was not in. Right. And there's a good reason. There's got to be. Right. So as far as we can tell, it looks like they're setting him up to be in the second half of Avengers 4. And right. he will probably have some sort of significant role in that. Um, but they didn't have him in Infinity War, and he revealed that the two brothers, the Russo brother directors, mm -hmm. received multiple death threats because he was not in the first movie. Right. Now, first of all, I'm quite sure that the people that made said death threats... Mm -hmm. um, We're never going to follow through? I, they, probably, I, they probably are um, engaged in something in their mom's basement, right? <laughs> I, so are you going to leave mom's basement... Are you going to pull a Michael Rotondo and just kind of hang out oh, at home? Yes! You think it's a bunch of Rotondos yeah, it's just that a bunch, are bunch of Rotondos. <laughs> As a matter of fact, let's start something in, in pop culture vernacular where somebody, like a man baby, is yeah. called a Rotondo. I like it. Right? That's perfect. Yes. So Don't be a Rotondo. When, when you hear that permeating our language, when it's become a part of our vernacular, just remember it started here. Thank you. Mm. Pop that culture. Now, I don't know if people are as passionate about this next character that they would actually make death threats on anything, but we are mm. getting a solo Aquaman movie mm -hmm. who we did get to see a little bit of Jason Momoa's version of Aquaman in Justice League. Right. And he was, you know, as big as he normally is and very right. tough Aquaman. Right. He's also very bro-ish. Yeah. He was all broed out. I, I want to see like, him like go, you know, in that little pub that he hangs out in, yeah. in you know, in that fishing village. Right. I want to see him pick up Khaleesi. 
<laughs> you know, I'll just have a crossover event. And, and just have yeah. her in there, like, dressed as herself in modern right. clothing. But you know what? I it, it kind of, No, have her dressed as, in the Star Wars costume. Oh, in you the, like that? Solo. You like the solo outfit? No. And yeah, the brown, why and the not? brown hair? Yeah, why not? All right. Yeah, but I always, during Game of Thrones, when I see him on the animal skins together, <laughs> yeah. I'm so afraid she will split in half. He's giant. I mean, I'm it's sure just if kind it was of real like, sex, she would have. How much Astroglide do you have? <laughs> I mean, Yay. it's a whole galaxy of that <laughs> Astroglide, right? I mean, mm -hmm. oh, <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I had to get that out there. I was seriously, it's just like I was always fearing for Khaleesi's life. Right? As you should, because she's like 5'2 or something. Right. She's, a, she's a tiny human being, and he is a giant human being. But after seeing his version of Aquaman in Justice League, that left me no hope for this whole You didn't Aquaman. like him as Aquaman? No. See, I think I'm just a knuckle-dragging heathen because I liked him. I liked did Aqua you? Bro. I did you like Aqua Bro. You liked Aqua Bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the team, <clears throat> the whole team at Warner Brothers and DC are trying to tell everybody, like, no, 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 trust us. It's really good. It's good. It's a good movie. So right. they hired the director, James Wan. He's done The Conjuring, Insidious, mm -hmm. and Furious 7, which apparently of the Fast and the Furious movies has made the most. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, it's a really great balance of action and humor, and it's like nothing you've seen before. Of course. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, they're Yeah, it's a guy that talks to fish. Hard. Hello, Patrick Duffy and Man from Atlantis. Fish Man. Yeah, so they're like, you're going to see seven undersea kingdoms, giant octopi, Atlanteans mm. riding great white sharks into battle. No, they're supposed to ride seahorses. Has anyone not seen the opening credits to Justice League in the cartoon? <laughs> he rides seahorses, and then he uses dolphins as water skis. Have you seen that scene? That may happen. I'm just saying, clearly, this is more the Aquaman we're used to, and they didn't go with that look, right. so they're ready to break some yeah. rules. They're not going with this is, remember, what we know. Comic book heroes are now monochromatic, right? All their costumes are basically the same. They're, they're um, comic book costumes. Yes. Missing two things. Number one, most of the colors, because everything is muted. Number two, what happened to the good old days when superheroes, all of their costumes were monogrammed? One of their initials was on their costume somewhere, right? That's true. He's got yeah. his little his little belt. It's Superman. Like oh, it's it's the Kryptonian hope. No, it's not. It's, it's like, an S. When you, it's like when you go to camp and your mom, you know, takes a, a permanent marker and writes it, or right. like sews a label in, so everyone knows those are your shorts, right? And not the kid, you know, in the bunk next door, right? Or when you go to the mall and you have that stand where you can make your own custom T-shirts, <laughs> and then you can make one with your own name and like a dot matrix printout of your face, and then your BFFs. Can I just tell you, back in the day in Trapper's Alley, where you used to be able to get like the spin art t-shirts, oh first of all, goodness. that was amazing. And then within the last, I would say, five years, I went to the Livonia Spree with some friends. Spree? And got a custom-made Sarah airbrushed t-shirt. Was it, was it puffy letters? It, uh, I'll show it to you. You'll like it. Oh and it was gosh. super, super 80s, super airbrushed, and it made me so, so did happy. Did you wear a side ponytail? <laughs> yes, with a scrunchie. Awesome. I did. Yeah, I, maybe they should just all the superheroes should go with um, airbrushed costumes, you maybe know, they like should. in the puffy letters you mentioned. <laughs> or maybe they should wear the licensed pajama versions of their costumes. <laughs> just for one episode, like one episode, like the dry cleaner loses the Justice League's costumes. I don't have backup types. Right, and they got to go into battle. And so like they go to Target. <laughs> and the only thing that they can put on are like the onesies of their costumes. Oh, 
Yes. Let's or make it so. We have mentioned uh, the um, underoos, which right. I think they sell underoos for adults now. If I they don't, you they're can missing full, a huge. Oh, yeah. Full sized human version. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just uh, wear my box, my briefs on the outside of my pants. That's <laughs> how I do. With a belt. Instant. What about? Did you ever notice, like Superman's pants? He's got a belt just for the briefs part. It's not for the <laughs> pants, right? He doesn't want his underpants yeah. falling down. Yeah, He's not screw the fly. underpants. Put on the over-underpants and the belt on that. <laughs> yes. Now, we have a company that's going to help us not fight crime, mm. but actually help try and fight something that's very insidious in huh. the state of Michigan. Um, fish flies. Close. Mm. No. Uh, it's actually potholes. Mm. I have is, that, is that where you kind of hide your marijuana? Is that where you put your stash when you get <laughs> yes, pulled over? Exactly. It's where you keep mm. your weed. Or is that a gay bar for people that smoke down? Neither of the above. Mm. Okay. No. Uh, I hit a pothole the other day, and I'm surprised that I have uh, a wheel left in wow. my car. It was really bad and scary. Well, Asians hit walk holes, by the way, because oh. we don't use pots. We use we use walks. Welcome uh. to our show. Uh, yes, no, Domino's is doing a thing where um, you go to their websites and mm. you nominate your town and they are going to spend money fixing potholes all across the USA. Right. See, I think that's a loaded contest because Domino's is a Michigan company and they know damn well that we have the worst potholes. They haven't that's, done anything here so far. They've, uh, done, they've done Texas. I know they've done Delaware. I believe they've done something in Georgia. Plausible so deniability. You need to get on the stick and start that's, nominating Michigan cities. That's like the kid whose mom has a flat chest going, hey, buddies, let's have a contest and nominate one of our moms for a boob job, <laughs> knowing that his mom is going to get the boob job eventually, right? I, I hope that Michigan gets our boob job. Yes. We Make need it. Make Michigan's boobs great again. <laughs> we definitely need <laughs> yeah. it. Do you have, uh, what, like, what would you say is like one of the worst roads that you have to drive on as far as potholes are concerned? I know grass um, always gets a bad rap as ev far as. Every, every freaking road in Michigan, even the brand new ones get potholes. Oh, no, yeah. they all, I know they all get them. I'm just asking, like, um, the worst stretch you usually encounter. Well, until they fix 275 and I-96, I think 696 has some nasty ones. They do. The ones along the seams. That, yeah. Like, that's what, you know what's funny? It, every now and then I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe I should get a motorcycle or something. And I don't know. <laughs> uh-uh. Nope. Well, coming up when we get back, we had some TV fans that were very upset about what happened to their show on Monday night. And the way that they tried to fix it was fascinating, and we'll tell you what that is when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. 
We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service. And we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Pop That Culture. I am Sarah. And I'm Joe. Nice. And we're on Facebook together, not as a couple. No. Yeah. All right, buddy. <laughs> At Pop That Culture <laughs> Detroit. Um, yeah, so let's dispel those rumors right now because the tabloids are flying. We don't have a tabloid name, but no. um, you know, that's as far That'd as be a good one. Sarjo? Jera? Jera. Uh, I like Jera. Yeah, that yeah. sounds kind of like a Superman uh, like yeah, cousin. Some, a Kryptonian, yes, um, a Kryptonian. You know, native. I like it. Yeah. Yes. Or what it would be Jer L. So we, we need an L right. in there. We do. Yeah. Hmm. Because Kryptonians like having the Spanish word for the in all of their <laughs> names, right? Exactly. Hola. <laughs> well, you know, the big news this week, of course, was the summit that happened between Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un mm. of North Korea. And it was big breaking news on Monday night when they first met each other and shook hands and right. did that whole thing. And anytime there's massive breaking news like that, the networks will break into network programming mm -hmm. and have a special breaking news alert thing. And so this went on for about 13 minutes of The Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. And Bachelorette fans were losing their damn mind mm. <laughs> that they dared to break into their show where this girl is going to meet a guy that she's going to pretend to date and then not actually marry and then break up within six months. Why are you interrupting right. my show? I hate it when people mess with reality. <laughs> but why yes. couldn't they be happy about it? You interrupted one reality reality show yes. with another reality star. I mean, That's true. Right? No, you're right. I didn't even I mean, think about that. You're right. Breaking news. Uh, we're interrupting The Bachelorette for an episode of The Apprentice. Yes. No? A worldwide apprentice. So, yeah, people definitely got hopped onto Twitter while the 13 minutes were happening of the breaking right. news and said, whoa, Trump and Kim are going behind closed doors. This went from a one-on-one -on -one date to a fantasy suite very, very right. quickly. I would like to see Kim Jong-un come out with a rose. Well, right? someone said, is Kim Jong-un in it for the right reasons? <laughs> Will Trump give him the first impression, Rose? Don't miss the most dramatic nuclear summit yet. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so at least some people had a halfway decent sense of humor about you know, their show being interrupted. Just when I think I couldn't hate Twitter anymore, this happens. And I kind of like, well, Twitter, I actually, Aww. I love you. Let's, let's have makeup sex. You're all right, now. Twitter. Let's, yeah, let's do it. My yeah. boo. And then Chris Harrison stepped in to tweet, stay calm. We're pausing the show for you. We're going to start it all over, and you'll get to see the whole episode in its entirety. You're not going to mm. miss anything, right. which you wouldn't have missed anything with 13 minutes of that show anyway. Right. I think you could figure it out afterwards exactly what happened on there. So everybody's all right. Now, I don't know if you saw the video for our next gentleman. Uh, I have not. I've been waiting to see it yes. live on all right. stream. Well, 
a super embarrassing moment happened for an FBI agent recently. He was off duty, mm. and he was trying to show off his sweet dance moves in of a course. Denver nightclub. Oh, yeah. The crowd was into it. They formed a circle. They're cheering. They're mm -hmm. clapping. And he's popping and locking yeah. and, doing, and doing what you do. Don Cornelius comes out on the train stand exactly. and goes, soul train. And he's like, the people are loving it. I've got to give it to them. My huge move. And do the backflip. So he does the backflip. Unfortunately, his gun fell out of his holster, hit the ground. He tried to pick it up, and he shot a dude in the leg. That's not how it's, you want that dance uh, move to go. No. So here is a, a little clip. I think it's from an ABC News report so that you can see the actual moment when the gun goes off. Oh. As he flips, his handgun flies out of its holster to the floor, then accidentally going off as he picks it up. Watch again. As he reaches, there's that muzzle flash, the bullet striking a man in the crowd. That's a, how, how embarrassing is it that your FBI career ends because you wanted to do a backflip in a nightclub? Um, actually, that's kind of badass. <laughs> is it badass? It's totally badass. What's not badass is that you're an FB freaking I agent and you didn't put your safety on. Hello. If you've got your gun in your waistband. Exactly. Right? That's that's one step away from holding your gun sideways when you try to apprehend someone. Yeah. Yeah. Come no, on. I mean, lucky enough, the gentleman that he inadvertently shot in the leg was, was his boss. <laughs> no. Uh, is in good condition. He's doing mm. well. He was taken to the hospital. He's going to be fine. Right. I heard James Comey himself is going to come read him bedtime stories in the hospital <laughs> during his uh, convalescence. Because they take care of their people. Yes. They, yeah. yeah, they do. So, 29-year-old Chase Bishop, the agent in question, turned himself into the Denver County Sheriff's Department yesterday, and then he was officially charged with one count of second-degree assault. Does he come back from this? Probably. You he, think? He, you I think, think they will bring I, him back in the fold? Yeah, I mean, compared to everything else that is being stigmatized, you know, for better or for worse in, you know, for worse rather, in law enforcement news, the guy will... He's either going to keep his job and be severely reprimanded or be outright fired and be picked up by another agency. You know, like the malls, they still, even though nobody's going to the malls, they still need. Um, Paul Blart is going to retire at some point. Yes. So they need somebody to but ride the Segway. That's, that's a scene right out of like 21 Jump Street movies, right? It's like yeah, Jonah Hill. Show, yeah. Movies, Jonah sure. Hill getting down because, you know, he's feeling really competitive. And. <laughs> Down on Jump Street. Well, right, yeah, because he's got to like put his dance moves against right. um, Channing Tatum, yes. who's a sweet dancer. So yeah. Jonah Hill's got to pull out his big move, yeah. backflip, boom, shoot somebody. Uh, you know what? My prediction is that for a movie, something like that, like a cop, like the next Chips movie mm. or something, there will be a scene that directly apes what <laughs> you just saw. I One can only hope. Now, there was another story we were talking about, I think it was yesterday. It was. Um, and we were 100% confused by exactly how things went down. And we do have a little bit of clarification. Mm. We still don't have a full, as you said, CSI picture of how this exactly happened. Did they analyze the splatter? <laughs> well, it could have been more splattery than we thought with the new information that we have. We're talking about the Pennsylvania Road Rage Pooper. Mm -hmm. And this guy was upset. He was cut off by another guy. He ended up following him for a while, and then they pull over, and they each got out of their cars. Mm. And at some point, 
one of the men was so angry he road rage pooped on the other guy but we don't know exactly how we knew they were close to each other because they were yelling at each mm. other but a reporter decided he wanted to dig deep on that story oh, right. and call the gentleman. 69-year-old Henry Weaver is the road rage pooper. Oh. So he called up Wait Hank. a minute. At that age, isn't just, don't you just take off your Depends and <laughs> throw it? So, mm. well, what he revealed is the reporter spoke to, uh, to Henry, and Henry revealed that he has IBS. He has the irritable, oh. he has irritable bowel syndrome. Yes. It's too bad he didn't have UPS, because what can Brown <laughs> do for you would really apply in this matter. Uh, yes. So it messes with your bowel movements, especially when you're stressed out. Oh. Because we were wondering, like, how did he time yeah. it? How did you, is this a premeditated? It, no, wait a minute. I think this might actually be a superpower. This is a IBS superpower. Is a superpower? Right. Yes. This is an origin. You have witnessed an origin story. <laughs> Move over, Batman. Welcome Move to over, Batfleck. <laughs> now we have Poopfleck? Yeah, Poopfleck. <laughs> Poopflick. Yeah. This summer, the shit's going to hit the fan. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the, <laughs> the old guy that was interviewed said, I put up with IBS for years. You get worked up, and you're going to have to go. And I couldn't control my bowels. And he was right there. He was right against me. He was right there, and I had to drop it. I had to drop See, it. See, hold on. Now, this guy needs an Uncle Ben. Because if he has a superpower, he needs to know how and when to channel it. With which great means, power becomes right, great responsibility. Right. So don't road rage. I mean, does... does David, or David, I'm thinking about the Incredible Hulk of the TV world. Oh, right. Does Bruce Banner get into road rage incidents? I'm guessing no, because he knows he'll have to go out and buy a new car. Right. And new pants and a shirt. That's and true. wake up somewhere in a strange, <laughs> wake up next to Scarlet. <laughs> yes, exactly. Johansson. And I, know. He said, so uh, Henry the Pooper said that he could have easily missed him if he turned around, but it just... It just happened, and he just let it happen when it happened. So he is actually facing harassment charges for the poop in question. Oh, and he put the ass in harassment. <laughs> I, I would think it would be actually like technical assault, because if you hit somebody with something, even if what you're hitting with is poop, isn't that assault? Well, uh, it might be. It depends on the judge. Okay. You know, because... If you, if there's a, I think it's if you make bodily contact. Something made bodily contact with the but, other I mean, guy. It was bodily fluids making bodily contact I, with another guy. I'm no lawyer, but. <laughs> but you play one on TV. I, I play one on the stream. It, once the poop leaves his, his body, if he's not touching it and it hits the other person, uh-huh. that's not assault, is it? Is it assault? I don't know. I, that's, this is going to have to be worked out in, right. a, in a court of law. Well, we need some. Battery, right? Yeah, yeah. something. Well, I don't no, know. that's. Poopery, because batter, because batter, <laughs> like if you want, like you sneak up and you taste the batter out of the bowl. You don't sneak oh. up and taste the poop out of the butt. That's a that is gross oh, and upsetting. Boy. Now, poop guy probably won't go to jail, but somebody who is going to jail is Bo Duke of the Duke Boys. What? Yeah, Bo and Luke Duke, never mean and no harm. John Schneider turned himself in yesterday. For what? Sliding across the hood? I would hope, but actually, it's because. Oh, he, oh wait, no. Evading arrest. Sheriff he, Roscoe's been after his ass Roscoe for a while. Roscoe Pico trade. Um, he's only going to be there for three days. He has to go to jail because he hasn't been paying his ex alimony. He is in deep doo-doo money-wise. I guess he, has, he had a movie studio. There was a big flood in Louisiana in March of 2016, so he's been sinking all his money oh. into that. And he can't pay his lady, so his lady took him to court, and now he has to go to jail. Go fund me! <laughs> 
that's one of the Duke boys and not the David Duke boys because that you don't fund no. that. No, you don't fund no. the David Dukes. Mm -mm. Bo Dukes, you do. Yes, exactly. Luke Dukes, you do. Uncle Jesse, you do. Daisy Duke, definitely. But I think, you know, if, if he's not a Duke to you, he's Superman's stepdad. Exactly, right? on Smallville. Somebody yeah. help a brother out. Yeah. He said he, while he's in jail, he's going to write songs and work on a book that he has planned. So he's plenty yeah. to do. Well, while he he's is in a there. country artist, so this I is. I forgot about right. that. You're right. What doesn't this guy do? There's nothing he doesn't he do. He should just write a new album. He could be the next Johnny Cash. He's hoping. Mm -hmm. And now, uh, somebody from back in the day that everybody loved was Alicia Silverstone from Clueless. Yeah. And she's had an interesting career yeah. since then. We started with Batfleck today. Now we're at Batgirl. Right. Mm -hmm. She has a new TV show out, and while she was promoting it, she told a story about what her son wants to do to her that is a little disturbing, mm -hmm. and we will share it with you when we get back on Pop That Culture. fun and adventure on our new show pod questers where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls yes it's an epic sweeping adventure we try to fulfill our destinies without driving the dungeon master crazy i thought that was the point anyways check us out here on newradiomedia.com fridays pod questers see you there Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Welcome back to Pop That Culture, and we were just talking about Miss Clueless, mm. Alicia Silverstone. Um, what did you think of her as Batgirl? Useless, not really that good, or you liked her in the costume? I liked her in the costume. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, I'm, was there more to it? Not a, really. There's a leave, no, leave that on <laughs> kind of <laughs> element going there. That's, don't talk, but leave that on. That's the costume that should have had the nipples in it. <laughs> 
I'm just saying. Right, isn't that so funny? Like, they, for the lady costumes, they don't. But for the dudes, right, you need exactly. to add nipples. I don't want or to. Like, or the Batgirl suit has a temperature um, thing <laughs> where you know what the temperature is outside. Oh, she could not fight Mr. Freeze. <laughs> right. you're like, I know. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's working. <laughs> you know? Just saying. No, but I... I, I if there was one thing about that movie that I really liked, yeah. was, was her in the Batgirl costume. Her in the Batgirl. I'm not going to lie. Do you like lie. her in the Batgirl costume better or of the Catwomen seeing um, uh, What's-Her-Face, Anne Hathaway in the outfit? Oh, wait. <laughs> Alicia or Anne Hathaway Okay, so there's, the there is a publicity photo, a photo mm-hmm. of um, Anne Hathaway yeah. um, straddling the Batpod. That's the, the part costume. that most people remember. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, oh, oh. It's just like, <laughs> fanboy oh, right feeling, here. Feeling the vapors. Yeah, there, there is something with, you know, when you get into all the superhero movies, mm-hmm. they, they don't, you know, scrimp on the skin tight yeah. outfits for all the ladies, Those for sure. actors and actresses are not allowed to eat for like a year and they can squeeze them into these right. tiny little costumes. Well, but and, there's, yeah. there's, you know, I, I, what I fear, though, is that you're having this fantasy about the Wasp, you know, so, because, uh, you know, the Wasp movie yeah. is coming out and, oh, I'm drawing a blank. What was her name from Lost? Oh, I can't remember. Um, it's not Angelina. What is it? No, it's, uh, it's something like Regardless, that. Regardless, the girl Evangeline Lily. Evangeline Lily. Evangeline Lily is like in her, you know, you're having a superhero fantasy. She's in the Wasp costume. Yeah. But when she takes off the helmet, it's Paul Rudd. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so oh! scary. Oh, my now goodness. You, now, you may have that exact reaction when you watch this next clip because she, Alicia Silverstone was out promoting a new TV show she's in called American Woman. And she told a story about when her son finally got to see the movie Clueless with her in it and what his reaction was. So here she is telling Stephen Colbert. My son is seven years old. Your son is seven years old? Have you let him watch it yet? Well, I wouldn't have, but because it's not appropriate for, I don't think, seven. Really? It's not that bad, other than the creepy thing with your stepbrother. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, it's not that bad. You're right. But but I took him to see it because it was at the L.A. Cemetery where they show it for, like, 4,000 people. You took your son to a cemetery to see your film? Yep. And there were 4,000 people on this huge screen outdoors at night, and we were laying... In a cemetery. In a cemetery. Very romantic, laying down with pillows, and there was, like, rosé and whatever, and he loved it. But the one thing he took away from it, aside from all the things that I was worried about, was he kept trying to French kiss me afterwards. Oh. (laughs) Which was very sweet. Yeah. (laughs) And you said, that's not appropriate. I just was... kept my mouth closed. (laughs) That's what I did. And I just giggled. I mean, like, it's super sweet. It is, su- it is super sweet. <laughs> yeah. Are you worried? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I'm it's fine. On. He's not doing it anymore. No, good. good. <laughs> but that's what his takeaway. Stephen Colbert right. was ready to run uh-huh. off of that set. He's like, nope, I'm good. I'm done. Yep, that's no sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's not doing it anymore. Just smile and nod your head. So we don't mm-hmm. need to call Child Protective mm-hmm. Services? Okay, good. No, I'm glad you told that story on national television. Yeah, yeah. that's very back to the future, that right? story. Right? What is going mm-hmm. on? I know. That kind of creeps me I out. I just, ay, ay, ay. That, uh, that was an interesting one. And to keep the family uh, traumatizing stories going, mm-hmm. um, we're going to talk about the Smiths, Jada, Will, and their daughter, oh, Willow. I thought you were going to talk about <laughs> Morrissey and Johnny Marr. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I prepped for the wrong Smith. You got so excited. I was going to talk about Meat is Murder and Louder Than Bombs and The oh. Queen is Dead, some of my favorite albums ever. I'm sorry, Joe. Oh, my gosh. I was going to wear penny loafers and everything. Bomber I'm, and peg your pants and, yeah, no. Oh okay, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. Mm. Well, so Jada Pickett has her own talk show called The mm. Red Table. It's like a Facebook talk show. Mm. And so they Don't tell me it looks just like The View. Uh, um, I don't know about that. Mm. I mean, it's her, and so far she's mostly had people who are related to her sitting around this big, big red kitchen mm. table while they're talking about different topics. And the topic du jour on Monday was all about sex and sexual awakening. And so, of course, mm. this, is, this is the appropriate episode to have your daughter on. Um, there were lots of interesting things that Jada revealed about herself and what her grandma taught her to do when she was little, and there were things. But uh, their daughter, Willow, revealed that her first introduction to sex was when she walked in on her parents oh. doing the mommy and daddy dance. Oh. And, and Jada was surprised she didn't realize that that had ever happened because mm. Willow just, like, put it on lockdown and never told her parents that she saw them doing what they do and that right. she didn't fully understand. Mm. But she, lucky enough, I have never... Uh, seen anything like that in my family. Are you sure? I am positive. You know, your father is very, he's, he's got a lot of virility That's left in him. not take it to. I was in the, when I, when I graduated to moving away from the family unit and I moved to the lower level of our quad level. Yes. That uh, I was able to sneak out every Saturday night. Um, I was below my mom's and stepdad's bedroom, oh. and they had a loose headboard. Oh, Joe! Yeah. So yeah, and then my brother walked in on them. But let's this whole topic. Let's turn lemons into lemonade. Okay. At least um, Willow didn't learn about sex by uh, watching Six Degrees of Separation, where her dad hooks up with Anthony and Michael Hall. I'm just saying. That would have been right. an interesting way to learn because about Because Anthony it. Michael Hall was kind of like in between the big buff Anthony Michael right. Hall and the scrawny right. Anthony Michael Hall from the John Hughes movies. Yeah. So that would have been really weird seeing that. Right? So it was before um, Edward Scissorhands then, yes? Yeah? Right. Before okay. Edward, yeah. Because he was giant yeah. in that movie. Yeah. Unrecognizable. I didn't even know it was him at first. When she he dodged a bullet. She did. So do you think when Will Smith makes love, he, he puts his own music on and kind of like <laughs> lip syncs to it? Like, you know. Summer, summer, summer. <laughs> exactly. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, let's do it to Men in Black. Here comes Will Smith. Uh, yeah. Now, there is a thing that happened to someone, and I didn't realize there was a term for it, but there is. Joy Behar, comedian and co host of the aforementioned The View mm -hmm. that you just brought up, had to be hospitalized over the weekend because of an avocado incident. Oh, boy. That's the pits. Where, oh, boy. <laughs> 75-year-old was trying to cut an avocado and accidentally stabbed herself in the hand. When you're trying to, like, whack a knife to get the pit and pull it out, I right. can see how that would happen very what easily. What do you mean? You, no. No? No. You, you, when you cut the avocado in half, you use the blade and you use leverage to pop it out. Should have done it that right. way. But she said when she went to the hospital, the doctor was like, oh, yeah, we get this all the time. It's called avocado hand. Like, we have to have a name for this? It's called I cut myself because I was cutting in the wrong direction and I accidentally, like, stabby See, stabbied. That is the villain for the IBS movie. Avocado hand. That is her superpower. She's got, she wants revenge on somebody because yeah. she has avocado hands. <laughs> 
And her and her superpower is shooting guacamole at yes. people, right? That is a superpower. And that power. sets off this guy's IBS because he can't do the Mexican food. So then they have a battle royale at the end, and everybody ends up in the bathroom. Guac, poop, guac, poop, guac, poop. Who's going to win? Yeah, she said that she started to get an infection in her hand, which is why they had to keep her in the hospital a little bit to take care of it. But she was back at work this week to tell us all about avocado oh hand. Gosh. Scary. Also scary are some of the eating habits of millennials. Oh, boy. Mm. There is a company called Porch.com where they do all kinds of surveys, and they happen to do a survey on this. Apparently, here are some of the things that we learned. Millennials consider Uncrustables, the peanut butter and jelly yes. sandwiches, which kind of actually end up having a crust, even though they're called Uncrustables. Right. They consider them to be ravioli. Well, which it's technically, it's two halves of a starch product. True. Injected with something in the middle and kind of pressed into a scalloped um, morsel. Sure. Right? Yeah. Sure, I'll, I'll give you that. I, I'm just saying. I'm, You're I'm giving them credit. To, All right. I'm trying to meet the millennials halfway. You know, millennials, I mean, we, we love you, you, right? Are. Generation X loves you. We, we do. We, we want to just put her. We want to put our arms around you and embrace you. And but but do the kind of the awkward hug right, where you're not really. Hug. Yeah. Right. It's not like fully everything's mm -hmm. pressed up against. It's like yeah. a church hug. Um, so they also allegedly, I don't know about all of them, but a good deal of them like to pour their milk first and then pour the cereal in. Which I no. can't. No, the level of milk in the bowl is commensurate to the level of cereal Hello? in the bowl. Hello. Duh. You don't do milk first. And you always do the quick second. Milk first, quick second. Cereal first, milk second. Yeah. Duh. It's in better, uh, better homes and gardens. <laughs> it's in Bon Appetit. Yes. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they bite into their string cheese rather than peeling. No. It. Monsters. Remember how we were hugging you? Oh, is that no. something you do? That's something you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what that guy that eats the Kit Kat like right took took is he a millennial uh, probably yeah he was yeah, I say he was right in that wheelhouse so yeah don't tell me they eat the sushi by eating nibbling the rice out of the outside I hope course. not 70% uh, of them said that ranch on pizza was acceptable and I don't know if they mean that as a base instead of the tomato sauce or dipping a slice into ranch which I have done yeah crust into ranch I you that's where we that's the summit we've met halfway yes okay we're on the same page with you now Millennials 71% um, said pineapple on pizza is cool 25% now eat mac and cheese with a spoon I am on board with that I used to be mm. a fork macaroni and cheese person now I am a spoon macaroni and mm. cheese person hmm try it see if you like it better this next one I don't understand 16% of millennials say Chicago deep dish does not count as pizza. It does count as pizza. It's pizza. It's Why like is it not pizza? It's like eating all of your pizza one piece at a time. It's simple. Yeah. The only downside to Chicago deep dish is how long it takes to cook. I know. You're in there forever, and then you end up eating other stuff while you're waiting for your pizza to come. Right. And by the time it comes, you're like, I don't have room for you. So, you know, a couple of years ago, <coughs> like, we, we vacation in western Michigan. We love going to Lake Michigan. So one year we had family, you know, fly into O'Hare, and I went to pick them up, and I took them to western Michigan. It was just easier to do it. So after the vacation <coughs> was over, I went to drop them off. So I was by myself in Chicago for a very short amount of time. And off the freeway, I saw a Chicago pizza joint with a big Chicago deep dish. And I'm like, I'm going to be a bad boy. I'm going to stop off for a little deep dish and beer. And it wasn't Pizzeria Uno, which I love, by the way. Pizza skin's delicious. But... <laughs> What I wanted to do was sneak off and have a little treat because it was the right time of day. So I go in. I'm thinking I'm being all smart. 
I would like one Chicago deep dish, please. That'll be two hours. <gasps> what? Dude, we have a little Caesars where I come from. What you are saying is a travesty. Five dollar hot and ready. I mean, gee, two yes. hours. That is obnoxious. Now, this last thing that we're going to talk about, we're actually going to get into an even more full discussion when we get back from the break. But it has to do with hot dogs and how you categorize hot dogs and exactly where you stand on this giant hot dog controversy. Mm. And we will get into it when we get back on Pop That Culture. Stay connected today. Um, Jonah, how are you? To archive live, new, exciting, and unique content, welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. <laughs> And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Thanks for hanging out with us on Pop That Culture. I'm Sarah. And I'm Joe. And if you have made it this far into the show, you deserve a medal. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you deserve a delicious food treat. Would you like a hot dog? What do you call it? Hmm. Because 25% of millennials call it a sandwich. It's technically a sandwich. Categorized as a sandwich. I think of it as its own separate entity. Really? Yes, it is meat between two buns, hmm. but I don't think of it as a sandwich. Do you consider a hamburger a sandwich? Yes. You do? Yes. It's, right. it's all, it is, the, it is semantics. But I mean, yeah. form factor, yes, it's different. Right. Right? So it's kind of like saying, uh, you know, a motorcycle is an automobile because it has wheels and a motor and it takes sure. you somewhere. 
But, you know, technically, if you ask some people, mm -hmm. a motorcycle could be an automobile. Especially those weird ones with the three wheels and the two... Which I would yeah. actually ride on that. Yeah. I'm too scared for the two-wheeled ones, but you give me three wheels and I feel mm. much, much better. Right, yeah, because you're not exposed to textures. The elements and... Yeah. Uh, By yeah. the way, people that are out there, I have a lot of friends that ride bikes. Be yeah. safe, please. I actually saw a guy riding without a, without a helmet recently, and while he looked like he was enjoying himself, yeah. it scared me to see him on the freeway with no helmet. Well, I mean... I guess there is a little bit to be said if, if you're cruising down doing 75 miles per hour. Uh, yeah. You know, styrofoam and fiberglass isn't going to do much if you hit the <laughs> ground right there. I'm just saying. Anyway. Anywho. Uh, so we got this chart from producer Dave, who if you, you can fall into ingredient purist, ingredient neutral, or ingredient rebel. No, I do not consider a Pop-Tart a sandwich. I just don't. I do not. So I would not fall into radical sandwich anarchy at all. I would say I'm more of an ingredient purist, like a hardline traditionalist of what traditionally looks like a sandwich. But I call it a sandwich. I, Sarah, I just have to debate you because, you know, the fundamentalists always take things way too literally, uh -huh. right? <laughs> yes. You know, you know, it, they, they're the sandwich, sandwich and Eve, not sandwich and Steve. And <laughs> I, I can't get on that. No. I, I mean, all right. You know, I'm, so, so you consider a burrito a sandwich? Here's the thing. I consider them their like its own category. Burrito as its own category. No. Hot dog as its own if category. You, an Oreo cookie is a sandwich. It's one thing. Sandwiched verb. Sandwich. Oh. In the middle of two things. An ice cream sandwich is ice cream sandwiched in between something. I call it a, a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> Knuckles. No bread, but still somehow is still a sandwich. So why be so fundamental about it? Why be so literal? Because that's how I think about it. A hot dog is not a sandwich. No. Jonah, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> a small oh, child wow. agrees with me. From the mouths Yay. of babes. <laughs> hmm. Now, do you and your wife, and you might want to keep this on the download because your small child is nearby, hmm. have hall passes. No, we don't have hall passes. How, we've never had the discussion. We don't talk about certain things. Hall passes and numbers. Okay. okay? Yeah, numbers, smart. Never, talk, never about. talk about the numbers. Yeah. If you've ever seen the discussion in Clerks <laughs> with Dante and his girlfriend <laughs> and the number 37, uh, that's, why you, yeah, <laughs> that's why you don't have that discussion. By the way, one of the most genius lines in any movie ever, okay? So, Kevin Smith, hats off to you. We don't have a hall pass, but I have a general idea, and so does she. Because you could also, I've heard people call it, like, your hump island list. <laughs> <laughs> like, who would you put on your hump island? Right. Then you could have multiple people. Yeah, raising the flag on Iwo Jima <laughs> if you catch my drift. So, if you ran into, I don't know, let's say if you were into Scarlett Johansson, your wife wouldn't say, like, all right, if you actually had the chance, if Scarlett Johansson came up to you and was like, I find you very attractive, and let's go to my hotel room, and your wife would be like, all right, it's Scarlett Johansson, that's fine. Yeah. Cheating on me with anybody else, no, but with her, that's your past. But, but it would have to be in the Black Widow costume. Clearly. I cosplay is kind of hot to me. That's the, your thing. In the right situation. I I know this about right. I think Not I Cosby play. No. Because both people have to be conscious. They do. Right? Don't drink that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but what I didn't realize is that um, celebrities will also do their own 
celebrity hall passes, which is a I dangerous game. That because sounds like a new TV celebrity hall pass <laughs> tonight after The Bachelor. It's a dangerous game to play because we, depending on what field you work in, if your hall pass is in the same field, you're going to run into right, it possibly. Right. So that's what happened to um, actor Tay Diggs. Um, he used to be married to Idina Menzel, mm. who does from Adele Dazim. <laughs> Adele Dazim <laughs> from Frozen, who sings Let It Go or whatever. Right. She's a big Broadway star. They met on Broadway. And um, her hall pass was Ewan McGregor, and then she got cast in a movie with him. Mm -hmm. His hall pass was always Lucy Liu. Oh. And then he ended up on Ally McBeal, which she was on Ally McBeal. But at the time, you know, he stayed faithful to his yeah. wife. But now. He's in a Netflix movie uh -oh. with Lucy Liu, so maybe. Oh, that changes. Gonna, Netflix changes everything. Maybe it's actually going to happen for them, and he's going to make his hall pass come true when he finally gets to make that uh, Lucy Liu thing come to I, life. I think they should. I mean, I would imagine that uh, Tay Diggs is on my wife's hall pass. I would put him on a list. Right. Yes. yes, yes. He's a handsome, handsome man. <laughs> and, Short, and but handsome. Idris Elba. Yes. <laughs> you know, Luke Cage. <laughs> uh, come on. <laughs> Good also enjoyable, <laughs> yes. So there was an audible. We were watching iRobot, and this was after Will Smith shot Ali. So he was big. Jacked, yeah. She's, the shower scene, there was just like stop. There was a stop the presses moment <laughs> because she's, she's, you know, She's expecting Fresh Prince to come out, right. you know, with Judge Banks behind him and Aunt Viv. <laughs> and she's like, is that Will effing Smith? Wow! wow. Does this thing have freeze frame? <laughs> yes. Come on, babe, really? Yeah. This is the weirdest first date I've ever been on. <laughs> now, coming up next is Everybody's Hall Pass. Mm. And that is, is the fantastic, he's going to turn you on with his brain, Craig Folly. Right. And the Craig Folly Show, two hours of that hotness yeah. is what's going to take That is you. one hell of a hall pass. It is. Yeah, you have to have that signed by the principal mm -hmm. right there, that hall pass. So you hang with him for the next two hours, and we will see you tomorrow on Pop That Culture.